Words are symbols that create meaning. And the meaning of buy-in is basically this. I'm not against it. You're listening to the Credit Union Leadership Podcast, a podcast that delivers value and offers up insight that'll help your credit union grow. ServiceStar has been consulting with credit unions for over 20 years, growing them in the areas of cultural development, leadership development, and management training. To learn more about what ServiceStar can do for you or your credit union, check them out at servicestarconsulting.com. We've got Mike Neal on the podcast today. He is the founder of Service Star Consulting, and we're going to talk to him about this topic of buy-in. Mike, I go to credit unions, and they're always saying, we need to get our team to buy in to this training. We need to get our team to to buy in to this new culture we're rolling out at our credit union. Can you talk about this term buy-in and maybe uh, what we can do with it as leaders? Yeah. Just happened yesterday. We started a new service to our client. And the question was, how do we get everybody to buy in on this? So, you know, it's just a term we use, right? Like take it easy, have a good one. It's just a word we throw around. We don't really even think about what it means because words are symbols that create meaning. And the meaning of buy-in is basically this. I'm not against it. Well, what are the things I'm not against? I'm, I am not against homeless people having a home. I'm not against starving people having food to eat. But am I going to donate $10 to the World Hunger Fund? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm a little short right now because I just ate at Taco Bell. <laughs> I'm solving the problem one person at a time, right? So engagement is really what we're trying to create. I have had a manager of a credit union look me in the eye in front of about 15 other managers and say, Mike, you know, I buy into everything you're doing here at ABC Credit Union. I completely buy in. I get where you're trying to go. I'm just not doing anything with my group on it. And I was I was like, I, I literally said to him, did you hear yourself out loud? Because that everybody heard it. And he goes, what? I buy in. It's just that we're busy. Right. See, and then when you begin to unravel it, Scott, it it only takes one little iteration where buy-in means zero action, high intent. Right. Oh, I buy into being a great dad. I just like to golf nine rounds on Saturday and Sunday. You know, I'd like to be there for my kids' ball games, but, you know, and I'm bought into it. You know, to me, Scott, when you're with your kids, it's uh, it's quality, not quantity time, right? I mean, it's all these things that say, okay, let's live a lie, which is I can believe something is important while investing no emotional energy in it at all. So it creates this easy entryway for leaders to go, well, I'm bought into this, Nick. No, you're not. What you are is you're committed to the idea that it's okay to do. However, Fred needs to be the one making the effort because I'm super busy. So the term we need to use is engagement. Now, the formal definition of engagement is um, a intellectual and emotional commitment to a purpose that produces a behavior. Behavior is the currency of the realm. Nothing matters other than behavior. What I believe is important in that, if it drives behavior, now 
I'm creating outcomes. But, you know, I could I could get everybody to buy in on the first five minutes of my service excellence training when I go, how many believe we need to give members the best service possible? Oh, I do, Mike Neal. I do, Mike Neal. Well, how many of you would like to learn how to develop relationships with members? I do, Mike Neal. I do. So you need to start calling every member by their name. Oh, yeah. Well, it's hard because some of our members have hard names to pronounce. You know, I did it one time and I said, I called a member by their name. And it was the wrong name. And he said, who do you think you are? You should call me by my right name. And I'm scarred for life. I'll never get over it. So all it takes is just like, you just have to peel it back one level. And now, oh, I'm having to do something. No way. I'm out of it. So organizations cannot create culture shift without engagement. And engagement comes from purpose. And that's what we don't get. We talk about this idea, Scott, you know very well, the difference in operationally focused leadership and missionally focused leadership. And we discuss everything in terms of we need to get this done by June 1st to have it operational because our mobile banking system is tragically broken. All that sounds like to me is work. But if I say, hey, the mission of our credit union is to improve our members' quality of life. Well, part of that is making, giving them more time in their day and making it easier for them to interact with us. And that's why we're uh, developing this new mobile banking platform that's going to allow members to access their information easier, with less headaches, and it's going to give them a more full picture of what they can do. Now, guess what? I now understand the why behind what we're doing. The why is not focused on, you already know, Rick, we're super busy. Why are we taking on this project? It is we've got to do it because we have a purpose. People don't get engaged in work. Well, that's not true, Mike Neal. I do. Well, go look at the Gallup Group statistics. About 71% of the people in the United States say work doesn't even matter to me. Okay, there's the other 29%. Maybe the guy that says that is the other 29%. But dude, you're the weirdo, right? I love you. I'm glad you're weird. We need more weirdos like you. But 71% of the people are going, here we go again, more work. And so it's this idea. We have to create engagement because that results in a behavior changing if you're going to change culture. Why? Because the only thing that defines what a culture is, is the behaviors of the people in it, right? It's not, oh, we have a workout room. That's our culture. No, that's an icon. You know, we pay for our employees full benefits. That is not a, a, a culture. That might be an action you've taken to create an employee-centric workplace. But if I say our mission is to improve our members' financial well-being, and how many times we've we run into this, Scott? Our mission is to improve the financial well-being of our members one member at a time. Uh, do you measure ROA? Absolutely. Do you know how much cash you have on hand at any minute, any day, any second? Absolutely. Do you measure member experience? Well, no. We don't really measure whether our members really think our member experience is really good. Do you do you value cross-selling in its weighting in the evaluation as high as you do balancing? 
Well, no, you know, we don't even really know how to track that well. So the one thing that defines who you are, initially, is the only thing you don't track. Well, I hate it when you put it like that. See, and so it's this idea. It's so easy to say, oh, we're committed to our mission. But are you? Well, if so, that's going to produce a behavior. And so that's why people wind up hiring us, Scott, is because what they do really well is run a credit union. Like you and I could run a credit union with all the decisions they've got to make and, and all the you know competing forces around them. But we know what we do, and that is how do you shift culture into one that actually fulfills purpose, which, by the way, is the one thing that actually creates engagement, right? I always ask, I, I was asking our client the other day, why is it people would get up on Saturday morning at 5.30 in the morning to go build a Habitat for Humanity house that won't show up on time to work on Monday morning for you? They will lose sleep on their off day because it's meaning and purpose. I'm doing something that matters. Well, why do they come into work late? They don't think that what they do matters. Why? Because we're saying, how many loans do you have in your pipeline? When do you think you're going to have those out? Rather than, hey, we've got a purpose in our lending area. You know what our purpose is? We help members afford life. Now when I help members afford life, now I've got a reason to do these loans. And, you know, some people that are a little bit more left brain, they may go, oh, yeah, whatever, Mike, Neil. That doesn't pay the bills. You know, it does. Because if I want to generate more loans because I want to help more people, I'll generate more loans than a credit union that has to run a loan promo all the time and cut the rate to get loans. Hmm. So buy-in is a bankrupt term. And if we rest on our laurels of buy-in, then a 30-minute speech from the CEO at the kickoff meeting for the new sales incentive program isn't going to do diddly squat because because we're we're just giving an extra sum of cash to some tellers who are already cross selling already. <laughs> and that's 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 buying in credit unions today. I love what you said. It's a bankrupt term. That's an appropriate term, right, for the business that we're in with credit unions, right? Uh, we have members to go bankrupt. What does that mean? That means their asset has very little value. And we want them to pay for it because we don't want it. And so this asset of buy-in has very little value. Everybody's used to the show. Oh, we're going to have this all-employee meeting. We're going to give everybody a hot dog. And then you know what we're going to do is the senior team's going to get together and do a skit. So we'll debase ourselves and humiliate ourselves. So they'll know we're like real people. And then we'll talk about how important service is. And then they show back up to work on Monday. And it's the same hateful, nasty person in you call it department where they call up and go, I've got a question. Why are you calling up here? Where's your manager? We don't have time for your stupid call. <laughs> it's like, oh, so I guess the all-employee rally didn't last but 30 minutes worth of emotional outburst. And it, you just see it all over again. Employees know the bigger the show, the sooner this thing dies. And so just like everything else, it's chopping wood. It's chopping wood. You create this purposeful mission. And then it's you, you communicate it. And every decision you make, you reference back to it as this is why we're doing it. And then you actually measure member experience. And you actually weight 
the one thing you're promising you're doing, improving the member's financial well-being at a significant level, at least equal with balancing, right? And, and then what you do is you hold people accountable for these behaviors that are alignment with your mission. And then when you do, guess what? You'll have engagement, but it won't come from an all-employee rally. And I, I just, but we just, you know, it's easy and quick and we're out of the way. Now we can go back into our ALM meeting. <laughs> So the bigger the show, the faster it will go. I like that. Oh, I like that. You said it better than me. I like that. I'm so jealous. And 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 so we have to we have to build a world in which engagement is is something that we're we're after. We're after engagement. I like that. So we we've taken the term buy-in and we've eradicated it from our our lingo. Thank you. you you've helped the credit union industry uh, greatly, and and our future clients will help us uh, implement a lot faster because they're not after something that they shouldn't be chasing in the first place, which is the smoke, the mirrors, the lights, the the rock band. Um, we just we got to stop chasing shiny things and start measuring what matters on a regular basis. How many of you, t- how many, how many of you have seen a team run onto the field, all hyped up, bursting through the go wildcats banner and they get their butt kicked. Cause it's not about the hype. It's about the blocking and the tackling, right? <laughs> the hype works until somebody gets hit in the face. <laughs> and uh, right. And that's, uh, the kind of the way that goes. Buy-in. Buy-in's all, 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 I can I can say I'm the best boxer in the world until, until right. I get hit in the face. Right. You know, you always have those two guys at the pre-fight thing. I'm going to wreck him. I'm going to kill him. I'm going <laughs> to hit him so hard, his mama's going to cry. You know, and then he goes out there and he, you know, Conor McGregor puts him on the, on the mat about six seconds. <laughs> okay. Well, hopefully you're bought in to listening to the next episode of the Credit Union Leadership Podcast. We're going to hear from Mike Neal on will versus want in part two of this conversation. Stay tuned for the next Credit Union Leadership Podcast. We'll see you then.